Raising black children in the United States can be really scary. And as a black mother, I realized I was parenting from fear. And I wanted to make a commitment to parent for liberation. You are listening to the Parenting for Liberation podcast, and I am your host, Trina Green-Brown. Each week, I am joined by other black parents, and we discuss our own journeys to push past our fear so that we can raise our beautiful black children to be whole, free, and liberated. Wake up, everybody, no more sleeping in bed, no more backward thinking time. Hey, this is Trina. This episode comes right after the commercial holiday known as Valentine's Day. Now, while we know it's a commercial holiday, we also thought it was really important for us to create some black love affirmations. Check them out on our Instagram page and make sure you affirm your black baby all year long. Now, this episode is a conversation with Ignacio Rivera. You may remember them from our original conversation on consent and talking to our kids about sex. Well... It's Valentine's Day, relationships are all the craze, and I have a teenager who's been invited into different types of intimate relationships, and I want to make sure that I'm cultivating a young black boy who knows how to have his own boundaries and consent practices. So I had to get Ignacio back on the phone, and we had to talk about it again because I was like, help, I need tips. Also, this conversation is a part of a larger conversation that Ignacio and I are going to have on their platform called Connecting the Dots that's about the song WAP by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Be on the lookout for that conversation. It's going to get really, really juicy. Pun intended. That gets me to this other conversation that I've been having with him as he enters into tween age land Mm -hmm. around consent and so we had a conversation a while ago about you know talking about consent and things of that nature and Mm -hmm. seeking consent and making sure that we're honoring other people's boundaries and I realized as a mom who you know as a you know as a child sexual abuse survivor as someone who's worked in gender-based violence work like I've often talked to him as a boy um, from a place of to be honest and accountable, I've talked to him mostly from a place of like making sure that he respects other people's boundaries, Mm -hmm. making sure that he seeks consent so that he's not potentially a harm doer or perpetrator, because that is the way the gender binary is talked about in that movement around gender based violence. It's Mm -hmm. like male is perpetrator and female is victim, right? So I'm in that narrative and that binary having these conversations And now that he is, you know, getting of age and, you know, cell phones, text messages, I like you. Do you like me? Do Mm -hmm. you want to be my boyfriend? I'm learning that I didn't talk to him about how does he set his own boundaries and how does he know how to how does he give consent or not give consent? Mm -hmm. Because his answers are like, sure, you know, cool. If that's what you like, all right. You know, he's yes, like, if you yes. like me, cool. And uh, finds himself in these relationships that then he's like, well, when they realize that I don't want to be in it, I think he's like, they'll get over me and they'll be move on. And I'm all like, if you didn't want to be in the relationship, you could have just said no. Right, right. And so he's so concerned about hurting people's feelings. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I was so focused on him not taking advantage of other people or, you right. know, not in, you know crossing any boundaries that I didn't teach him how to set up his own boundaries. So help me. Mm, this is, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for saying this. Cause this is so important because this right here is, is like a piece of why, um, how um, patriarchy and sexism does hurt boys as well. 
and and this binary, right? Because like you said, boys are set as the perpetrators. And although right now we um, they are a higher number, right? Um, that doesn't take away the fact that um, uh, boys are perpetrated against and that women are perpetrators. My perpetrator, uh, my harm doer was a woman. Uh, so it happens and it's just less reported. And so it is a disservice because it, exactly what you said, we concentrate on boys not being harm doers, but we have to realize that boys are harmed too. You know, yeah. little little cis boys and um, trans um, kids are being harmed a, 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 a just as much, you know? And yeah. so um, it is about the boundaries. So it's interesting when you said that because I, I, I can, I just went back into my mind about all of the times that I had boyfriends growing up, little, you know, boyfriends, you know, at 11, 12 and stuff and how docile the boys were in that. Like, yeah, okay. And I'm realizing that, you know, with girls, uh, um, gr people that are socialized to be girls, sometimes that you're taught to tap into your feelings a lot more, right? And to talk about these things. And so I think we miss the boat a lot with boys on that, you know, really tapping into those feelings as well, because um, that's really about that introspective work, you know, and really thinking about our own selves and like, yeah, what do I want? That's a hard thing. I think this is a process of for our entire lives, you know, like yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what the hell I want, you know, it's Same. just like, it, it's always a process. Um, but yes, that's such a disservice. And so in this um, instance, I would say um, that it, one, it's never too late to talk ab about this, you know, and um, I think maybe start talking um, to your son about friendships first. Uh, stay away from the uh, relationship stuff because friendships are relationships and people tend to forget that. Uh, so uh, your friendship. So I always say your relationship in your, um, you know, family of origin is the very first relationship you ever learn anything about. Right. And then your second is your friends. And so um, maybe start having conversations with him about what what he likes about particular friends what uh, he wishes he had more of, what he wishes he had less of. Those conversations right there really start forming like maybe a, a, a framework of what it is he likes to engage with, right? And then um, then we can you can start doing exercises around um, asking for what you want, you know, very being very clear and intentional. So having some intentional like exercises like, um, even if he's asking for anything in the house as uh, ordinary, maybe um, asking him to ask it a different way. Uh, if so, if um, teaching, and this is about teaching him how to change his mind, how to say no, how to, um, so it really is about the more uh, communication factor and being very comfortable in speaking and questioning. Oh, that's so important, the questioning aspect. I think it's, it's, I always say, ha talk to your kids about tapping into that sixth sense, that little voice, you know, your consciousness that tells you stuff. And sometimes you don't listen to it. Like, I think that we always have to talk to our kids to listen to that voice because that voice helps us to question. And when there's a question, then, you know, write that question down, ask mom, ask somebody, you know, um, I think this is a great opportunity to start naming uh, particular people in his life that are adults that he could talk to that's outside of you. Yeah. Because um, one thing I learned is like, 
my, you know, at one point my kid wanted to talk to me about everything. And then at another point I was like, what's going on? You know? <laughs> and <laughs> I just called up friends and be like, you know, uh, here, are, here are people that you can access and the rules are, they don't have to tell me anything about what you talked about um, unless someone is harming you mm. or, you know, or you are in harm in harm's way. Other than that, there's an agreement. They don't have to tell me anything. You have complete confidentiality with them. But I've already talked to those people and told them my views and my concerns and all that. So you basically have a team of people helping with this process, you know? Yeah. And it could even be as simple as, hey, hun, let's, uh, let's take a trip, right? We can't do this now, right? Because we're in quarantine, but let's take a trip. Great. Where would you like to go? Like, literally just keep asking him questions yeah. so that he can come to answers and then ask him why he's coming to those answers and then ask about what can be the positive and the negatives of these things. Right. So it's like teaching the kids how to see a really, really big picture. Yeah. And, and how all of that is connected to this one moment. And that's the way I tried to talk to my daughter. It's like, there's a moment right here, but there's so many things that go into that one little moment. That one decision. You know? that one that one, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's more than just that moment. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is really good stuff. I think it's yeah. really important. And I, it definitely resonates with some of the things um, that I've been doing with him in terms of like tapping into his feelings and what does he think and what does he want um, and asking him a lot of questions. He probably would not appreciate you telling me to ask him <laughs> more questions. <laughs> He's like, oh. did you send her? Did you send her to me? <laughs> to <ask laughs> me well, I'm going to give you two, two, um, Tips and I think I even gave these tips way back when and stuff. But I love these You're tips. Like they still they resonate. Work. They really work. <laughs> One is this, like for instance, you know, this song. If your kids don't want to talk directly to you about a song, I always say have a friend over, get on the phone, um, listen to the song, and talk about it loudly in front of your kid. They will be listening. So they're yeah. getting all of the information, but not directly to them. You know, really having a conversation about, wow, this song, there's people that are, you know, tripping about this song, but I think it's empowering and other people think this. So you're talking about the, you know, the both sides, you know, so yeah. you're not really um, telling the, you know, your child to this is what you need to believe. The other um, thing is like, I am a huge fan of using, again, media. This is why Connected Dots um, exists, you know, huge fan of if you could think of movies or anything. I mean, any, any show or any movie has uh, dynamics between two people, even young people. I mean, it is, to me, I used to just ask, oh, look, and what do you think about their relationship and uh, how they're, you know, behaving and holding hands? And I just ask so many questions to yeah. be like, no, I wouldn't do that. I don't like that. Or, oh, that's so cool. I want to have a boyfriend. And so we just go from there. And yeah. sometimes she didn't answer and I didn't even push it. I just left it. And then again, it's, I got it to a place where it was so nonchalant. Like it wasn't like, can we talk about sex? Uh, you know, it was, it was more like, <laughs> that's not going to work. <laughs> this is just us chilling and talking, you know, like, and, or reacting to something and being like, what do you think? Oh, I think that's, you know? And so to me, I, I started forming, uh, um, I mean, a relationship about conversation, really not a top down approach, but like, yeah. hey, I'm also learning about these things, too. This is wild. You know, we're all learning about it. So, you know, we, we can learn together. I always took that approach. You know, we can learn. Yeah. together. Let's go get a book. Let's go do this. Or 
Well, who's your favorite character? What's your favorite couple? Why? So many ways to approach it. it because then they're just forming their own ideas. It's like, yeah, I don't like that couple because, or I would like a girlfriend or boyfriend like this. Yes. And what kind of couples are you showing? Only heterosexual, gay, you know, like, are you expanding, you know, yeah, this idea? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Media has been really helpful. Um, I've definitely used that. I, I, yeah, I guess like I, I forget that I'm a communications major. <laughs> so I've used mu- music and media and storytelling all the time to make those connections. And that has been some of the ways that we've had um, some really rich conversations, mm. just um, things that he watches, you know, even the video games that he plays and the characters yes. and um yeah. And what, like one show that was really good, just even to talk about emotions and how you feel and how like relationships and communicating with Steve, Steve in the universe or Steve. Oh, the- yes. Yes. So cute. He loved that show. And so I got into the show and then I'm like, oh, this is a good show. It talks about like big emotions and feelings mm-hmm. and like what happens when you don't communicate how you really feel. Exactly. And, um, You know, when you're withholding or, you know, and like choices and relationships and how do you mm-hmm. like have friends but have boundaries you know it's just yes it's been some yes. really good conversations and he definitely has come to me and we like just last night you know we weren't talking about dating relationships we were talking about a friendship mm-hmm. and he was just like oh yeah this one friend just follows me around and they're kind of annoying I'm like well what you know what do you say to them you right. know what do you tell them and you know the way that he tries to you know deflect them is like utilizing comedy. And I'm like, well, sometimes they just think you're joking. Right, right. I was like, what if you have to actually just say it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I really want some space right now. Or yeah. can you give me a, you know, whatever. Because he'll be like, oh, don't you want to go play with those friends? He tries to hint at the kid to go yeah. play with someone else. And I'm like, they don't get your hints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you got to, um, you know, like supporting him to cultivate his voice, you know? Yeah, that's so important because that voice is the voice that helps to to prevent um you know, like to help be a piece of preventing CSA, sexual violence, when young people have a voice to be comfortable enough to say, no, thank you. I'm not interested. Don't want to play today because that is like so no difficult. is a full answer. And yeah. it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't mean you're mean and mm. it, it won't hurt their feelings. I'm like, it might hurt their feelings more to know that you said yes and you really didn't want to be yeah. in a relationship with them, you know? Mm-hmm that they think you like them and you really don't like them that way. Then they find out later, like, yes, you know? Um, so it's just been an interesting, like growing journey with him um, and just supporting him to cultivate his voice. And what does he think? What does he like? What does he want? Yes. You know, yeah. I've never really, you know, I'm still an adult trying to figure that out. And I'm sure it's a life, it's a long journey because we evolve mm-hmm. and we grow, but how do we cultivate that sense of like trusting our gut, trusting our own knowing, trusting mm-hmm. that sixth sense or that intuition, um, yeah, like cultivating his ability to hear himself. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it takes you, a community, and trial and error, unfortunately, right? Because that's how we all learn. Right? <laughs> yes, that's we how do. how we all learn. But God, I appreciate this conversation. Thank you for listening to this episode of Parenting for Liberation. I hope that something shared on this episode helps you on your journey to liberated parenting. To learn more about our other episodes, check out our website at www.parentingforliberation.org backslash podcast. Please like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you give us a good review. Wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed. No more back with thinking, time for thinking ahead.